We in a space where artists want to be heard on a deeper level. If it's the right platform, they will open up. And if it's the right host, they will share with them what they wouldn't with others. And if they answer from personal experience, they just want you to hear them out. Lord? Cousin. <laughs> 2024, the year of our Lord, 20 Kobe Bryant is live. 2024. We started off with a bang. What? There's so much that's happened so fast. Now, how are you feeling? Because <laughs> New Year's Eve, it's always like, oh, we're getting ready for the new year. Everybody's excited. Everybody goes in with the new energy. Uh-huh. And then we settle in back to, you who know, you life. really are. Absolutely. <laughs> who you really are. You have, uh, man, you have your resolutions for the year. Hopefully, you have internalized them and not made them what they usually are, which is something that fades off in a couple of uh, weeks into the year, which is what Freddie's referring to. But um, I've made some promises to myself. I know that um, you have some expectations for this year, and we are planting the seeds now. <laughs> For us to have a very fertile year, uh, yield in the fall. Oh, like that. <laughs> <laughs> now, on New Year's Eve, mm-hmm. Dave Chappelle, the dreamer, another special, great timing. You know, everybody's looking for something to do before they go out. Boom. Have you checked it out yet? Let's start off with that. I've always done my homework on okay. the goats, as you know. Okay. Um, you are, and I are, uh, students of the game, uh-huh. ravenous about consuming as much from the greats as you can, because you never know what you can take and internalize. And this special was in line with, I think, the levels of what he has been bringing in prior, mm-hmm. um, which is something that, you know, me and you have not been able to traverse. Um, <laughs> and I won't. <laughs> correct. Yeah, because yeah. I, it's a, it's a, I think it's like a, I feel like he is trying to find the line in how to make mm-hmm. that topic comfortable and palatable for everyone but mm-hmm. i feel like it's just too new mm-hmm. and it's too recent and mm-hmm. he's he's gonna hit you over the head with it because that's <laughs> his thing right now huh that is definitely the style that he wants to go you know there's different styles of sure. comedy and uh dave Chappelle seems to find <laughs> the best angle for those jokes <laughs> my goodness the fact that he has been able to come out with it, it it's got to be at least three or four uh-huh. Uh, specials at this time mm-hmm. and it's a testament to how good he is because every mm-hmm. time he comes up with a special you hear about it mm-hmm. netflix is printing a cash cow with him because when he speaks people tune in now when we do tune in uh i feel like he has a good rapport with morgan freeman mm-hmm. now we know morgan freeman for having that voice mm-hmm. and sometimes he just gets booked for his voice. Yes. He narrates a lot of <laughs> neo, neographic, yeah. um, a lot of uh, sporting events, and he's even done yeah. album reviews like the thing he did for 21 Savage uh-huh. because his voice is so unique and so powerful, and it resonates with us in a special way. But what is it about his voice that is so bookable? <laughs> I feel it, he has this commandering thunderous, gritty voice Uh that is both magnetic and it is irreplaceable. When you hear Morgan Freeman, you feel like you feel like something exciting is going to (laughs) happen. Um, and he's narrating usually something yeah. that's pretty cool. He, uh-huh. he, he picks the right projects, and um, I feel like he does a damn good job of bringing to life some very mundane things um, uh-huh. because he's so talented. And you know what I learned from Morgan Freeman? As an actor, you don't even need a show face. Yo. If you have such a good voice Yo. that they like, you could pay your bills 
just speaking on different projects if you like to be low-key. The projects that he's on, uh-huh. those things are multi-million dollar projects. Of course. He's not doing any makeup. He's yeah. not doing any hair. All uh-huh. he's doing is arriving to set. <laughs> he's having a... A, 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 a Lipton tea. A Lipton green, <laughs> green iced tea warm with yeah. honey. Uh-huh. And he's reading lines and cashing a gigantic bag. It is definitely one of the things that I was I wanted to speak to you about. Yeah. How do you feel about voice work as, a, as an entertainer and a comedian? And is uh-huh. that something that you feel like you could... Uh, Want to spend some of your time investing in? Now, that's definitely something I want to get into. Freddie, <laughs> Funny that you asked that. What? And uh, I feel like podcast is going to alley-oop me into that. Because right, as yeah. you're talking and you're growing and you're doing episode by episode, you hear your pacing. You hear your arms. You your, hear your this cadence. and that. Your cadence. Uh-huh. And, you know, we all have our individual voices. Mm-hmm. Now, in order to sharpen that, of course, I'm going to take classes yep. down the road yeah. so that... If the work ever becomes available, I'm going to be like, you know, I'm ready to go. Green light. I have (laughs) taken the steps necessary to Uh uh, take the plunge. I'm going to join you on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's brilliant. I've seen some cats on TikTok, and Uh they talk about it all the time, too. Yeah. And it doesn't seem like it's uh, a heavy investment, and Uh you never know what you can book. And I was just talking earlier before we were recording this about voiceover on social media. How about, you know, not everybody wants to be in the camera. Right. But a lot of people are growing their social media with just voice and pictures They're cooking voice over okay so stuff like that yeah freddie you've seen a lot of uh, talented content yeah. creators that uh-huh. are uh they make ghost accounts you see them on facebook you see <laughs> them on accounts. youtube you see them and, and they're just talking about a specific topic <laughs> and they're bringing it to life with their yeah. voice and they're cashing out and there you go now another actress that has been making waves mm. for how she wants to get paid now mm-hmm. uh taraji henson Mm-hmm. She's a great actress. She's been doing it for decades. <laughs> Baby Boy. <laughs> since, she is, since Baby Boy. That's the first time I actually... I think it was Baby Boy, but uh-huh. she has been a quintessential actress for about 20 years now. She started uh-huh. um, with Baby Boy, but one of her largest projects was the show that she was doing on Fox. Okay. Um, and uh, on that Empire? show, Empire, which go. ran for, I want to say, three or four seasons, she played a character that was so dramatic named uh-huh. Cookie. Okay. And on that show, she was the heartbeat of that show. It had yeah. Terrence Howard and it had a, a couple other um, stars... Like uh, Mr. Smellett <laughs> of uh, Dave Chappelle's uh, <laughs> Jussie um, fame. Yes. But she is one of the premier actresses in Hollywood. Uh-huh. Um, and for her to be an African-American woman, what she has been standing on is the fact that she is not getting paid. And it's not by a very small factor. Yeah. Even during her um, shooting of her latest uh, film, which is in theaters now, and it is um, fantastic. It has like a 93 on Rotten Tomatoes, uh-huh. The Color Purple, which is a musical. Uh-huh. She says on set that uh, they didn't offer her uh, a taxi or car service, which means after uh, an 18-hour acting day, yeah. they would be getting in their vehicles and driving to the hotel, and that's extremely dangerous because <laughs> that is tired. They're tired. Yeah. You've been on some of those sets, yeah. and whether you're acting or not, you are. You have to be alert, you have to be attentive, and you have to be participating, and be asked to do that for three-fourths of the day, and uh-huh. then be asked to drive home on yeah. other films that are that don't shoot as long. It's very normal for all of the staff to get cars and mm. get uh, trailers and to get um, uh, uh, food, um, excuse me, <laughs> food. <laughs> Um, food throughout the day, yeah. like it's just the a muffin. Something. Yeah, it's the small things that she shouldn't ha- be having to ask and demand for yeah. at her top tier A list level. Tier. Yeah, and we have to be making sure that she's getting compensated. Definitely. Uh, <laughs> you know what I liked about uh, Fifty Cent? 
50 Cent uh, is one of those guys that you want to have as a friend. Because whenever stories like this happen, mm-hmm. for some reason he pops in and he's like, hey, hey, hey I got you. I'm going to pay you properly. I'm going to put you in my universe and we're going to take it from there. 50 <laughs> has been one of the voices of truth in yeah. hip hop for a long truth. time. But absolutely, that uh-huh. network, he has taken stars from a relatively unknown uh, uh, channel Bet. to one of the premier places where a certain demographic goes to watch their content. And yes. if he says that he can get you paid, <laughs> he's going to get I you paid. It. 50 does not play about yeah. his money. You definitely want 50 Cent in your corner, corner. especially <laughs> on a Rose Battle, because he'll pull some pigs back from 1997, and you'll be wondering how he got it in the first place. 50 is the <laughs> ultimate ally. Don't play with 50. You know Don't that. play with 50. Now, another actress on the scene that has been working for a minute since a child, and that's Kiki Palmer. Mm-hmm. And her backing up Taraji, she said... Yeah, we do need more than one hustle in Hollywood. And people are always shocked to hear this because, you know, of how much the paper that they give them from the jump. But even Kiki said, you need more than one hustle. Kiki is Miss Booked and Busy. busy. I think that she might be yeah. hosting, executive producing at least uh-huh. more than four or five projects at any given time. Yeah. And she knows you have to be making and producing your own kind of content. Yeah. And you're right. Kiki has been doing it forever. But unfortunately, due to circumstances that are beyond our control, mm-hmm. they don't get compensated the way that they should. And that's a shame because those are two of the most talented actresses that we have in the game. Of course. And we, every time that they're in something, we yeah. all show up and we love every project that they're in. So mm. it's time for them to get their just due. But yeah, you do have to be multifaceted <laughs> and have them seven revenue streams in order to make it, man. So even if you're an actor, it does not matter. Nothing you does. have to have multiple hustles. Seven revenue we streams. Talk, we talk about this on the regular. All the time. If, if you, you think if of the drafts, <laughs> we always talk about you need multiple hustles, you need multiple hustles, because you do. You never know when it's going to rain yeah. or when things are going to shift and uh-huh. you want to make sure that you're ready uh, for the next thing. Can we just say, we, sh- we should just learn as many skills as possible. Freddie, the learning should never stop. 2024, <laughs> and the, this is, that's, that's got to be a thing, right? The learning never stops. I think that's what we'll do for 2024. Mm. Once I hop into my YouTube rabbit hole, hey. I would just learn carpentry, right? Okay? Put me on task rabbit. <laughs> I'll build, I'll build you a, a bookcase, yeah. <laughs> really though, because you you really need to have them. a multiple. Now somebody that does have them, mm-hmm is that's Mike Epps. Mike Epps has been killing the comedy scene for decades. Mm-hmm. And I just, you know, found out that he renovated his old neighborhood. His whole block. His whole neighborhood. His whole also, block. he started a comedy club in Detroit, giving back once you get those resources. How do you feel about that? I feel like that is the ultimate way <clears throat> of putting your people on and making sure that you're good um, where you're from and stamping your hometown and the neighborhood that you grew up with, with the resources that are necessary to improve it and the lives of those that are in the community, they'll never forget it. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure he feels fantastic because yeah. now not only is he in a place where he can financially take care of yeah. a lot of people, uh-huh. he's putting it to use and he's putting his money where his mouth is and he's putting his people on um, and making sure that their quality of life is better than it would have been. And it- that comedy club is going to be popping. Of you course. and I both know that if you're talented and you yeah. can book, that could be a revenue builder that starts small and grows gigantic if they can build it the right way. So he's giving and, and doing the things that are somewhat of his stature should be. Because if we don't go back and help ourselves, um, nobody else will. No one else is going to come save us. I always like when comedians uh, build their own club because... Mm. <laughs> when you build your own, you make the rules. Correct. You get to decide who gets oh, booked. Man. You're the booker. Man. Because you know these comedy clubs, each one has their own rules. way on how to get in, who to speak to, 
who to <laughs> rub shoulders with. Right. So every comedy club has their own stipulations. But when you're the guy behind it, who's who's going to tell you something? Nobody. And that's why I love, really quick, uh, yeah. I wanted to shout out Nate's super funny oh, yeah. comedy that's club a good one. in uh, Washington. That yeah. brother has been grinding it out uh-huh. on uh, making the skits, uh, hitting the comedy clubs, hitting the chitlin circuit. And yes. he has raped and scrounged all his money and come up with his own club and now he's on there on his TikTok going viral at his own club yes. booking comedians to come across the country to him to perform in his facility and he did it you know and he got it out the mud <laughs> that's how it's supposed to go mm. now I watched The Breakfast Club religiously of course and when Angela Yee left they were trying to figure out who was gonna give that perspective on another end? Now I don't know if she's permanent, but I do know she's a regular. Right. And she built her fan base, and she was able to get through that door. Nope. Just hilarious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Taking on that role. Yeah. Now, <laughs> her personality can cause friction. certain things. <laughs> it's a friction. friction. Definitely, sure, definitely right. friction. Mm-hmm. But. Her- in order for her to get into that door, that's that's an accomplishment. That's huge. If you've been and watched that show, you know that of all the guest hosts, Just Hilarious is the most poignant. She's the most funny. She's the quick. She's the most quick witted, mm-hmm. and she is a comedian herself who started on social media. I believe it was uh, Instagram, and now um, that went to YouTube. Where she's been getting booked and busy for quite a while. I yep. do believe she is the. Uh, Best host. She did announce at the end of last year that she was supposed to, but then things got yeah, a little, things got tricky. Things got a little confusing this week. This this is something that in entertainment in general, whenever you book something, you're afraid to even announce it until it happens. Until it's solidified because <laughs> anything can happen and things got yeah. um weird when the two gentlemen, Charlemagne <laughs> and uh, Envy, were talking about it and we had everyone confused because the host that we all thought and liked, Jess, with The Mess, which yeah. is her title, uh-huh. was supposed to be the replacement because she is... <laughs> <laughs> funny yeah quick-witted and um she fits in there yeah um, it's a very it's a very um how do i say uh, this it's a very cutthroat um interview style and she fits in well with that she can she can handle it so i, I feel like she's the best I, ho- I hope she comes back i don't know i hope she comes back as well but i also want to learn from that situation like as an artist if you book a commercial if you book a headlining weekend <laughs> wait until wait wait until that commercial is, that commercial yeah. airs. If you become a series regular, wait until you're on set with your shoes off. Correct. Wait until the <laughs> because, ink is dried. Because anything could happen within that announcement. <laughs> and Freddie, now she has to explain it. Yeah. And now she has so, to explain something and she might not yeah, even know it. That's just something that you just should take for your personal life. Hey. If it's really good news and you know it's gonna like really Keep change your life. Keep it to your chest. Just, <laughs> just hold off. Hold on. Hold on. Now, <laughs> the Golden Globes oh just passed. But let's. I'm just going to go ahead and give flowers. Okay. Joe Coy, he sells out arenas. arenas. They don't know that, Freddie. They don't know they that. Don't know that he him. sells out arenas. But hosting this type of award show, it's a tough gig. Comedians are taking his back, of course. And then there's a lot of comedians are like, oh, you should have done this. There's always some... You know, there's always some back and forth mm-hmm. with these hosting gigs. But, uh, <laughs> Lloyd, we talked about this with Gerard Carmichael because he hosted the year prior. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, the day later. He was viral and people had <laughs> he very was strong opinions <laughs> yeah. on his style. Uh-huh. This year, um, uh, Filipino-American um, comedian Joe Coy, who is an international superstar, was selected to to host the Golden Globes, and he did. Um, <laughs> he did, he did. He did. he did. Now, yeah. Joe Coy is, um, I would call him a bit of a cultural comedian in mm. that what his main um, 
niche is, is bringing people into his world Mm -hmm. um, where he explains what it was like growing up to be a Filipino. Mm -hmm. Hosting the Golden Globes in front of a um, audience who is unfamiliar with his style of comedy and maybe (laughs) who he is was a bit of a culture shock because he wasn't doing what he does. He was doing jokes that his writers... (sighs) wrote for him as uh-huh. he says and uh-huh. then he was doing more clean material yes <clears throat> now you and i both know as a uh certain <laughs> comedians if you're not doing this routinely it's not going to punch the same you have to put in practice hour after hour in order to find the material that you know is going to hit so that it works and their faces were showing it in real time and social media was having a field day with him now <laughs> if you <laughs> if you are a performer right and you have a rough night uh-huh. you know how that feels oh. you know what you're thinking in your head uh, while you're in real time <laughs> when the worst thing that has ever happened like yes. public public speaking is is like the number one fear uh, like all yeah. the time yes. when, when people take those tests <gasps> when you are up there and things are not going things are not going how you want them to go and the world seems like it's slowing down <laughs> And the lights are so bright, Freddie. And and uh, you can sometimes, if you're not rehearsed, you can snap back at the audience. And I was and I would say yeah. I was very surprised uh-huh. to see him and how he snapped back yeah. at the audience. <laughs> Freddie, he sells yeah. that arena, and not just in America. Yeah, he goes globally, yeah. and they know Joe Coy. Can't take that away from him. He he's a big dog. Like yeah. he's over there with the Kevin Hart's and the Seinfelds. Yeah. He get he makes millions every year <laughs> yeah. from how funny he, he is. He still will too. So don't when he when he goes out on the road and he says, I want people to listen to me tell jokes, yeah. there's not an empty seat they pull up in the even in the waiting room place. <laughs> there's not an empty seat in the joint. Yeah. Now, whoever hosts that in the future, you're gonna get reviews. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter. And Kevin Hart just said recently, he said he said it's not a gig for comedians. No. And if he's saying that, and they want him. Correct. What does that look like for you? Exactly. And that and that, and that should tell you, right? Yeah. Because that job is so unforgiving and yeah. it's so hard to do. And it's such a um it's such a tightrope in order to do it well <laughs> that it's I don't I don't know if, uh-huh. if how much it, uh, the risk is worth the squeeze, but that's why they pay you. Yeah. A ton of money, mm-hmm. and then you do the, you do good business. And then it sort of, you know, <laughs> makes it worth it in your career somehow. Now, right? now, even if the jokes don't hit how you want them to, why does the cameraman got to do that? Why does he have to put it on the people's facial expression? That's what they take from it. Because he can say the joke and not show the audience, but the cameraman has to show the people's faces. Taylor Swift, and then that's when it makes it a big thing. There's no one funnier than those cameramen because <laughs> they, nobody funnier. they know yeah. where the tea is. Uh-huh. Right? The ladies love to say the tea, where yeah. all the juicy gossip is. Mm-hmm. And of course, these are these are professionals who are used to doing this. They know when the two or three people are getting together, right? To pan over slowly, right? Don't move the camera fast because you don't want to make them aware. It'd be a nice shot too. <laughs> but those stars are in that well-lit room. They yeah. know what they're doing. And yeah. they're literally Hollywood the lead yeah. and there's cameras everywhere so they're putting on a performance that we get to watch and simulcast through social media and now and now we're involved with the T2 yeah. and now we're all involved in the gossip too it's fun man it's yes. fun so go easy on the reviews come on baby but somebody that doesn't go easy on reviews Keith Lee Ooh. blew up on social media off reviewing restaurants Keith Lee's rise and he just did a list for food list in the cities people got defensive Freddie. <laughs> 
Freddie, what Keith Lee is doing, Keith yes. Lee, the world, yeah. the, the now world-renowned uh, food reviewer yeah. out of Las Vegas, Nevada, has uh-huh. been going around and to different cities on his food tour with him and his family. Yes. And they have been promoting it on social media, and they have been giving fantastic reviews to mom-and-pop shops who really need assistance in helping them get people in the door. Yes, Definitely. This week, however, for the first time, he went to the <laughs> Bay Area, uh-huh. and during his tour, great food out there, great food, great people, great culture, great vibe. Yeah. He usually sends his family members into random establishments uh-huh. so that these mom and pop stores don't know that Keith Lee is coming, so that he can give an authentic review on not only the food but the restaurant experience. during this week that comma he had to unfortunately cut Uh the food tour short for the first time (laughs) due to unforeseen circumstances Uh because it wasn't the quality Uh of of food that he's used to giving positive reviews on Uh and he said that if he couldn't give positive reviews it's better for him not to post it because he knows the power of social media and how uh, people will go from supporting that business to potentially abandoning it yeah. based off of his review. His influence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like food is definitely a personal opinion, though. Right. Whoever makes a list makes a list. You have your own list in your phone. You have, everyone has different yeah. um, uh, 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 taste buds uh-huh. and everyone is going to like different uh-huh. foods. So his critique should be taken with a grain of salt. Grain of salt. But unfortunately, Freddie, They're you know social media. Social that's not how media. it works. If he says it's good... <laughs> Then that means it's good. Let's find the judge. And you better judge Judy. Get, and you better get down here because yeah. if you don't have it, you're uh-huh. losing out. Yes. And this is an experience. Influence. And FOMO is a thing that we all yes. have. So everyone goes there and yeah. says, I don't want to miss out. If he's eating this crunchy, crispity <laughs> thingy, I want it too. Yeah, but rep your city. You got the best tacos, you got the best tacos. Come on, man. You got the best be- uh hot dogs on the steak, uh, burger, cheese. Don't you dare be embarrassed <laughs> of whatever it is that you yeah. do. If you're Cincinnati, yeah. you guys specialize in skyline chili, make sure you rep all the skyline chili spots yes, in the yes. city. Promote that chili. Come on. Philly, for some people in Philly, I think about uh, cheese steaks. Cheese steaks, <laughs> a lot of regional cuisines. Yeah. And I can't wait to see where he all goes. Yeah. New I York think pizza. New York. Um, I, he, uh, got, <laughs> he got to come out here. Um, quick, um, quick. Did you know that his wife is actually from San Bernardino? Oh, I did not know. Yeah, she's from she's from San Bernardino. Oh, well, then there Ain't you that go. Something? Another from, IE representative. Another IE representative. <laughs> Remember that episode. We great. Now, we're going to end this off in the right way. Come on. But in the first two weeks, they're saying this is the interview of the year. We can't mm. even get to February. <laughs> first three things I want to say about Cat Williams before you hop into him. Cat Williams, great comedian, funny everywhere. Second about Cat Williams, loyal fan base. For some reason, whatever he says, people run with it. Third, powerful interviews. People say there's a lot of podcasts. Okay, but you tapped into this one mm. and you made it one of the most watched. Loy, how do you feel about this interview as we wrap this up? I love every second of it. I, I'd like to say, I'd like to send a shout out to uh, Uncle Shannon Shard. That thing was, <laughs> what he has done is he has created a safe space for people of our ilk to speak unabashedly and to speak freely and to yeah. speak, and, uh, speak safely. Cat Williams is, to me, um, one of the underground kings of comedy. You don't know anybody better than Cat. Your favorite comedian respects him in a way that um, he doesn't even have to profess. Um, 
because Cat already knows it. What he was doing was just speaking his truth. He's had 20 <laughs> to 30 years of high talent, of high uh, talent evaluation and experience. And he's had dealings with a lot of our favorite entertainers over his um, storied career. And he was giving his experience on um, one of the most poignant moments in comedy history, uh -huh. which was the Kings of Comedy and what that specific special meant to us and the four gentlemen and what it's done for their careers. Uh, my favorite comedian of all time is Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac. It's yep. no, it's, it, it, and that's a personal preference um, for him to be unapologetically who he is and to look like that and to be that funny and to have everyone's ear at all times you can't replicate that and the to hear cat speak with such reverence about him and how he was the king and um how uh <laughs> that makes everyone around you feel yeah yeah um was 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 fascinating uh -huh. to hear what did you grab from that interview um and what did you think was the most important that that's mm. his personal purview experience mm. also he left out dl from the slander and he also left out Mark Curry. So it's not like mm -hmm. he has issues with everybody. Correct. It's just certain individuals on his grind. Absolutely. But for some reason, he left out DL. Mm -hmm. And I've been wondering why that is so. I was going to say, did you yeah. notice that? Mm -hmm. um, there is a lot of comedians that yeah. he didn't speak about. And, uh -huh. it, and, it, and, and this is the question that I wanted to ask you. Do you mm -hmm. think it was... What do you think was worse? Mm -hmm. Being named firsthand by Kat in that interview? Mm -hmm. Or... Not being named and being a comedian of red <laughs> yeah. not having Cat bring you up at all. Yeah. Because he didn't bring up like uh, DL. He didn't bring up D. Mike Davis, Mike, Mike Epps. There's a myriad Bruce of Bruce. Right. There's a myriad. <laughs> and you see that Bruce Bruce part. Bruce Bruce. There's a lot of comedians that had a lot to say about also not even being mentioned. So what are your thoughts on that? I think I don't want to be brought up unless it's good on his end. I feel like that's one of those people you want in your, in your corner. Oh. Because... A lot of upcoming comedians, he helps them out. Freddie, you Especially and I Especially women. Freddie, you and I both have heard from <laughs> yes. multiple comics uh -huh. how Kat has given thousands of dollars to yeah. openers, to closers, to people who are on... It's a Tuesday night and there's mm -hmm. four people in the crowd, but Kat knows that that night is just as important as that Friday that yeah. is filled with the room. So he gives people, out of, out of the goodness of his own heart... Yeah. Not cash, big, <laughs> big amounts of cash, cash that you can pay your rent with, cash that you can buy a small vehicle with rent. to random people of all <laughs> pay walks, your rent for a year. What of all walks of life? Uh -huh. Because he knows how gosh darn hard this grind is and how sometimes Challenging. some people just need a little bit of help. <laughs> a little push. Just a little bit, of, a little bit of help, a little uh -huh. bit of positivity. Uh -huh. Can take you can take you to the moon. Yeah. So he's yeah, for for in, in my heart, he will always be a king because yeah. he doesn't owe anybody uh -huh. anything. Yeah. And he still gives. And that's tremendous. When he got on that green, yeah, yeah that's uh, one of my favorite specials. In 2007, when uh -huh. that thing came out, Ooh. it set the world on fire. Yes. I was in college at the time, and uh -huh. it was the only thing anybody could talk about. We were all paraphrasing, uh -huh. we were all referencing that special. It hit from kids to old people. That is that special. That is that night where you where all the stars line up because uh -huh. he had been touring that for a while. Yeah. And he had been um, filming it, but he, none of them were like that yeah. night. And he had his night and that night changed his life forever. And you know why I like that special? A lot of strong act outs. You know, some comedians, they just like to stay with the mic, which is cool. That's mm -hmm. that style. But Cat is going to act out that joke he for you. He has <laughs> physical comedy wrapped around its finger. You go see that picture. He pantomimes yeah. and he puts himself in the scenario and uh -huh. he acts it out. And when he does it, his storytelling 
you feel like you're right there. <laughs> yes, he paints and, a good picture. And that is a, uh, a skill and a gift that can only yeah. be crafted after 10,000 nights yes. all across the country, which he <laughs> now, has done. This was a good start to show uh, how much energy and passion he speaks about his art. So in whatever that you're doing, mm -hmm. He he's he's a smart comedian. He reads three thousand. He races uh, four point <laughs> yeah. Four, but but, do it all. but I like the fact that uh, you could see the passion in his eyes about the comedy grind, Man. and uh, I feel like that's the energy that we need for whatever we're pursuing. No one. If you, I, I think that if you didn't get anything from that yeah. special, I hope that you got that. If you are singularly passionate about something and you are authentic and you are true to it, you can do anything yeah. because Cat was willing to do the work. Yeah. And and live in it and live in his truth. And yeah. now he's a multimillionaire 10 times over. And he is one of the greatest comedians breathing. Definitely. So do the work. Study who came before you. The greats. And when you share your story, people will hear you out. Ready? It's real serious. Appreciate you.